The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The New Nasty Boys. I'm your co-host this morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you decide to listen to this thing, Billy DeVore, and sitting across from me, well, actually next to me, is... I'm Chris Weir. Hey! Welcome back, buddy. Hey, good to be back. We have full camera for now and all that good stuff, so... uh, Hell yeah, let's let's launch right in it. How how was your week? It was pretty good. It was pretty productive, I think. <laughs> yeah. I was uh I was doing some uh house stuff. I was putting together some deck furniture. Yeah. Went pretty well. Only a handful of swear words, but I was stoked <laughs> to get it put together in nice. pretty much one day and then be able to sit back and oh man, I was being a bougie little B word and I was <laughs> I was drinking some uh soft blanc. Ooh. On there afterwards, it was uh, Sunday chilling in the sun. Ooh. Some of the, uh, the dads and people were out there just doing some work, and I'm just sipping <laughs> some white, baby. <laughs> so you got like a big? You got like a big deck? You got like a little deck? I'm gonna say it's a medium size. It's it's a thick deck, but it's uh, we're not going for sort of a long thing. It's mostly about what you do with it. But I think uh, it's a medium sized one, decent amount of room. Got a nice grill on there. Really excited to utilize it because we just uh, updated it. Recently, we had a, had some old like dry, uh, dry rot wood and stuff we had to take care of. Speaking of dry rot, that's what I got. Oh, I heard. Sorry, I heard so, like a fan kicking, and I was like, "Is this the audio bad?" And then I realized it's because my computer is kicking into overdrive. Oh, we got that MacBook. Oh, dude, it is hot to the touch. Mm. If we were to crack an egg on this thing, it would cook in like thirty seconds. Tight. So this thing might explode. <laughs> totally worth it, though. Um. So yeah, sorry, I just zoned out for a second just oh, checking on it that. Wasn't really Man, that uh, interesting. It, it isn't interesting. That's the problem. It was interesting, and I'm mad at myself. <laughs> I'm actually mad at Steve Jobs. He's been dead, and he did not build this computer. But I'm still blaming him. Yeah, rest on the job, <laughs> rest, Steve Jobs. <laughs> Steve Jobs. No, so, it was it was good. Got to put that together, and then also got uh, some blinds. I was working. I mean, just some you know basic household stuff. Man, yeah. it, was, it was enjoyable to get it finished. Yeah, I bet it is. It just feels nice once you get that stuff done. You're like, oh, that's one less thing. But then once one thing is done, two more things pop up. Oh, absolutely. But so, uh, definitely need to utilize yeah. that deck. We need to grill out oh, there. Dude, I've been wanting to use your deck, dude. Yeah, we can do it. Man. <laughs> yeah. there's, there's room. There's room. Oh, there is? Yeah. How many people can you fit, can fit on your deck? Uh, depends on the age limit. Uh, there's uh, <laughs> adults. We can fit about 10. Okay. Children, bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how many kids we can get on that deck. Yeah. Oh, but t- Twitter poll question. How many kids can we fit on Chris's deck? Not enough. <laughs> Not enough. That's, I've been saying that for years. I'll be honest with you. I've yeah. been saying that for a long time. Um, then you also, you had a show Saturday. You had two shows yeah, Saturday. We had a, I had two shows Saturday at the Comet, uh, put on by Bombs Away Comedy. It was super fun. Uh, Chris Allen closed it out. Uh, there was like a heavy metal band that was afterwards. I didn't stick around for it, but apparently they do a lot of pyrotechnics. Like, whoa. whoa. Well, just really low-grade pyrotechnics, mainly just gasoline stuff. <laughs> so I haven't talked to Wayne about it, who puts on the shows, but uh, he was concerned about some fire <laughs> stuff. 
Uh, so I haven't checked back to see if uh, the comet is still uh, standing or okay. smoldering ash. Sure, or catch a little bit of fire. That's going to add flavor to the burritos. True. They do have some really good food there. They but, have- uh, the shows were really fun. Uh, it was good. Thanks to everyone that came out. It was a good time. I just don't understand why you think that pyrotechnics, when you're a not a large touring band, is a good idea. Yeah, and I think too, like a lot of like the metal and punk rock stuff, stuff they're above everything, but they need to make sure it's like, oh, do we got our sparklers? <laughs> we got all those ready. <laughs> our fans expect that. They expect us to bring our Elon Musk flamethrower. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they were cool. I mean, I didn't stick around to see them, but uh, they seemed to. They drew a crowd for sure. I mean, they definitely. I mean, those people there with the ear gauges were not there for comedy. I'll tell you that. <laughs> but we appreciate you showing up. Are you sure? I know that like black jean jackets with patches. There was a lot of those. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those people, comedy aficionados. Oh yeah, really nice people. Very the, down to earth. The Def- best. Yeah, definitely not smug about anything. It's like yeah. <laughs> You, you got spikes in your jacket, dude. Yeah. You just take yourself too seriously. Yeah, be careful when you're moshing. You don't want to crunch your pet rat. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to impale do your rat. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to Stevie? Uh, encore. Yeah, the encore came out. <laughs> came up and got him. Yeah. I uh, I had a show on Saturday as well. I was like two feet from you. Well, more like a, about a mile. Oh, yeah? I had a show at Camp Washington Chili. Um, I saw uh, a couple photos from that, but uh, tell me about it. Dude, first thing I did, I went up there and I pulled out a cheese coney and then ate half of it in a bite. Oh my God. And it was beautiful. That was the photo I saw. I've never seen like anyone more in their own element. When you up there, microphone one hand, coney in the other. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I looked at him and I just went, yeah, of course I was going to eat a cheese coney on stage. I have one drawn on me. Yeah, you're not going to miss that opportunity. I mean, the the faces there of shock and awe. That was pretty incredible. (laughs) Like the audience both just like, some were just like, you get it, buddy. And other people are like, what the hell is that? (laughs) Whoa, is he going to choke? Yeah, he's going to eat my food? (laughs) (laughs) Alicia sent the picture to one of our group chats and she said, look, his jaw unhinges like a snake. Oh my god, it was a pretty wide open jaw. <laughs> I was I feel like I was born for that moment. Proficient bites, for sure. Exactly. A proficiency, efficiency, all the C's in my tum tum. <laughs> it was so good. And then Karenna Turnbow went before me. Uh she's so funny. Yeah. But she closed on a joke about pegging. Yeah. So I ate half of a cheese coney in one bite. Uh-huh. So basically peg in my throat. Yeah, yeah. And then I set it down and I said, I never thought I'd be in a chili parlor, have to Follow someone who talked about pegging. <laughs> and they yeah, were, I mean, that's pretty wild. They were like, well, and I was like, well, if we eat more chili, we'll all be loosened up for it. Yeah, I'll make it a lot easier. Uh, oh, my God. I didn't want to get into the puns for that one. You can. It's a little spicy. Yeah, it is. A little spicy, just like on the way out. Mm-hmm. Slides right in. Slides right in. Slides right out. Um, <laughs> this is why we're not getting any sponsors. <laughs> this is it. No, this is why we have a network, I think. Yeah. Sports Drake or whatever. They're somewhere. And, uh... So I did that. Uh, then Saturday, and then uh, Thursday went to opening day. It was a zoo. It looked like it. It was. It was the most attended regular season game. I'm really surprised at that because it seemed like the the anticipation of opening day was not like it was in years past. And all of a sudden, mm-hmm. it seemed like the day came about. Everyone just like switched, you know, a gear. Yeah, and I know. I got excited. It really does feel like you think, like, oh my god, baseball's today. It's here! And then uh, you saw the photos. I mean, that, that felt good to see that. Just that, that flood of red oh. you know, out by the banks. That was that was nice. But it was pretty wild. It was mm-hmm. wild, dude. Yeah. Like, the, I mean, you could barely walk through the concourse. I'm shimmying through, walking, nice. like, sideways against the wall. Very sweaty. And, uh... 
And then, like, the B team was out working that whole day. It was brutal. Like, it took, like, 25 minutes to get a beer, and it was just, like, at a cooler where they just had to open. Oh, that's frustrating. It's still, you know, it's the beginning mm-hmm. of the year for them, too. They're going to take a while sure. to get back in mid-season form there. Sure, sure, sure. But you know what? It's not like they're Joey Votto in AAA right now. Yeah, there's people that can take your position here. Yeah, come on. We can move up the ladder. And it was great. Um, I did do, so we'll la- you do you can get like a grab bag mm-hmm. for 80 bucks, and it's a mystery item from the authentic shop. Nice. And last year, I opened it up, and it was this signed Jesse Winker ball. Cool. Heartbreaking, but still cool. <laughs> and then, uh, in that tube over there is the other thing I got. I'm not going to go get it because it's very tack- packed very tightly in there. Yeah. And I got a Vladimir Gutierrez signed print. Oh, for real? So, yeah, I just threw away $77. <laughs> well, I'm sure they appreciate it. It's going to a good cause. It's going to a sure it is. Yeah, the <laughs> Reds Community Fund. You just at least do a little bit. That's not true. Because at Reds Fest, I did get a signed game ward Tyler Stevenson jersey. Oh, nice. So, eventually, I had to miss. Yeah, you're going to, you'll even out eventually. You It'll, know, if you can break yeah. even with that stuff, that's pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty good. And then, uh, dude, I think we need to talk about it. Sunday. I had Skyline nachos. Lay it on me. Okay. Lay it on me, daddy. Buddy. Boy. Howdy. <laughs> it was so good. Okay. Yes. It was so good. Corn tortilla chips. Okay. Okay. Then they, they, spr- then they just dump on Skyline, the, the Skyline it, chili, and then they dump on nacho cheese. Cover it. And then they top it off with the shredded cheddar. Ooh, you better. Now, there's a problem here. Ooh. The chip, you need to get a thicker chip. Does it outweigh it a little bit? Does it kind of get soggy after a while? What's the problem? It sogs. You've okay. got skyline chili and nacho cheese. Okay, yeah. There's going to be a bit more of uh, not much of a viscosity with that uh, chili. It's going to be a bit more of a loose yeah. situation. So I can see that uh, corn tortilla really absorbing some of that liquid. <laughs> yeah, it, it soaked it and then it just flopped. It was just like me after six beers. It was just limp. Yeah, just limp and it tastes like cheese. <laughs> Definitely tasted like cheese. Some might say from under cheese. Well, that's good. It was uh, nice. Yeah. I need to. Um, I haven't been there yet, and thank you for you offered me tickets, and I yeah. decided to stay home and screw around on my deck. But I got to listen yeah. to the game. That was pretty cool. <laughs> how many kids we could put on your deck? Yeah, yeah I'm measuring out there. I'm trying to figure out how many kids I'm going to elbow to elbow oh, yeah. here. How I, old they are? If I stack them old. <laughs> I just, get them in here? I just want to know what your unit, it's like what your unit per kid would be, like just your square oh, yeah. footage. You okay, know. like the average kindergartner or something like that. Yeah. You, I'll come up with a, a metric for measuring how many, <laughs> how many uh, young children I can fit like in, in like a volume situation in <laughs> my premises. Yeah, it's a kid by deck uh, squared. <laughs> Stop looking over here. I'm doing science. <laughs> So this, creepy. This is a new home improvement thing. <laughs> it doesn't matter that I'm just wearing my utility belt. Yeah, it's just the utility belt. I got the hammer hanging out <laughs> in front. <laughs> oh, man, it's like a kid's hammer. It's a kid's <laughs> It's like a Fisher Price. Fucking <laughs> little tyke set the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. You're so, not even so bending. You're bending up and there's like hammer and stuff with a little plastic <laughs> hammer. It's like, this is 
doesn't have a deck. It's just it's just like fucking stringy tied around there. It's just corralling children. It's just corral. He's just so sweaty. The tools keep flying out of his hands. <laughs> You've got like an open air uh, jail for children back there. <laughs> I, I have one of those in my backyard. It's pretty cool. I really appreciate Thank that. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you can build off of my success <laughs> in my kid cage in the backyard. I do like I know I'm pulling up to Billy's house when I see it says kids at play. Is that what the sign? <laughs> It's like a big yellow like kids play thing sign. Like here we are. Yeah, then it's just me lurking in the corner, just yeah, your okay. eyes looking over top. <laughs> just like uh, Wilson from Home Improvement, just like a lot creepier. Yeah. The second Home Improvement uh, reference we've had so far. They said it couldn't be done. I'm glad that Michigan's our sponsor. <laughs> and cocaine. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, Michigan and cocaine. <laughs> You know, he got caught in Michigan dealing cocaine. So there we go. There's these these Venn diagrams coming together. And maybe once you put all the Venn diagrams together, that is your unit of measurement for one child. I think so. Is that size? <laughs> Just plop it down. It's called an eight ball. It's yeah. One eight ball. Oh, man. Um, I had my first Sky Rosa. Yeah. And um, it, did, it did come back. It did come back to haunt me. No way. That thing? <laughs> Who would have thought? Oh man, there's a with heart Sky- bomb no, in your stomach. Oh, with Skyline nachos? Nope. But I almost was like, I could also eat the new Geta burger. And Alicia's like, Are you gross? Yeah, you're going to space that out. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to live to see this franchise in your 40s, you're going to want to like space out the food there. Although, I mean, Geta burger, that's amazing. I love Geta Fest too. I mean, not oh. to detract from, I mean, we're still talking about food, but that is really one of my favorite fests that we have in Cincinnati. Oh, but the problem is, is that like it's in the middle of August, it's on the river, mm-hmm. the river stinks, mm-hmm. it's sweaty, mm-hmm. I'm chafing, and then you have me to eat, you want me to eat hot food? Yeah. I'm in. Sign me up. This yeah, that sounds great. Cool. I don't see a problem. <laughs> I see nothing wrong with this. I'd be sweating regardless of where I'm at. <laughs> Might as well be doing it while eating fried. Oats and steel bills, oh, yeah, whatever. Balls, dude. Oh my Love. god! Did you? Uh, what is, the Gleers put out a new thing? It's oh yeah 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 frozen ghetto meatballs. I haven't tried that. I did hear about um, there being. I think it might be Gleers as well. A ghetto gravy. That's it. That's what I was talking about. Ghetto gravy. Okay. Yeah yeah. That sounds amazing. It's. Dude, put that put that in, in everything. Biscuits, dude. I, come on, come on. That seems what it's made for. And get it being, uh, you know, a, more of a breakfast meal. Uh, that seems to be the way to go. That seems pretty awesome. That sounds excellent. Well, I mean, we're in Cincinnati. Okay, Geta can go with every meal. Absolutely. It's our it's our pizza pizza bagel bites. Yeah, you can eat it morning, noon, and night. Morning pizza in the morning, pizza in the evening, mm-hmm. pizza at supper time. time. Yeah, that's what it was. There it is. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that burp was most appropriate. That burp brought to you by Gleers. <laughs> <laughs> that flatulence brought to you by Gleers. <laughs> oh man. Um so I, I am gonna have to so the Reds are in town. They're playing right now. We're you're watching this in the in the in the past, right? That's the terminology. They're watching this in the past because yeah. it's currently now three to one, I believe. Uh, the Reds are losing Cody Bellinger. That guy was so high that he hit a homer today. Oh, really? It's tied up 3 3? Yeah, dude. Hell yeah. That's what I'm talking about, baby. I think I also bet on the game and I bet wrong. I, I said there wouldn't be a run scored in the first, uh, first inning. I believe that's what I did. And I think yeah. it might be wrong. I had a few bets hit. I'm now up. 
like 90 bucks, which is pretty awesome. I'm seeing a bunch of singles roll in here. That's awesome. I love seeing that. If I'm reading it correctly. Yep, I totally said there would be no runs in the first inning, so that's all gone. But Connor Overton already has three, has four Ks already. Holy cow! I'll take it. If India did, India get a hit? Because if he did, you got to walk. You got to walk. I got to have him get a hit. Well, it doesn't matter. The parlay is ruined. I can still go in and uh, make 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 it make magic happen. He does not. Yeah, walk and a run. How about that? Man, this is great. Love to see it. Um, so, yeah, um, I've got one question for you, and then we're going to just launch and get right into it. Okay. Okay? Mm-hmm. Did you see that guy in Dodger Stadium? Yeah, dude. He got tackled, <laughs> the one who was uh, proposing? Yeah. I, I think that you're seeing this happen a lot where these videos keep like popping up every once in a while with sporting events. And the big thing, I think it's like a moment for those security guards that otherwise, yeah. I mean, I think it's like 90% boring for your job and you get 10% of action. Yeah. And they see that, that's the opportunity for them to, they're going to be on TV Yep. and they do not want to limp out. They got to mm-hmm. come with it. And you're seeing so much rage packed behind, you know, that was a pretty decent form tackle. I'll give him that. <laughs> yeah. He, that was wildly unnecessary <laughs> uh, and totally entertaining. Very entertaining. Hey, Bryson, you didn't need to lead with your shoulder. Yeah. He's already in a vulnerable position on his knee with a ring out, thinking like, I'm going to marry the love of my life. And I'm just there. Dodger Field. Bam! Oh, fuck. Yeah, it doesn't matter how hard you spear that dude. Your dad's not coming back. <laughs> It's okay. He's gone, buddy. Let it go. Let it go. We get it. You blew out your knee your junior year. Stanford was coming for you. I could have been D1. I could have been. I could have got Ivy League. (laughs) I'm surprised when the security guard hit him that Dip didn't fly out as well. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Just from, or a Zen pouch, just like. Like like was. Rubber nuts hanging off the back of his belt. <laughs> like, that's the dude I am, bro. That's me. That's how I live my life. That's how I patrol this stadium. <laughs> Go hard or not at all. Not at all, brother. Yeah, he lit him up. Do you think it was fake or real? Man, I don't know now because anything could really be like set up in a fashion where like uh, it could be done either by the stadium or by the person just wanting to have like a little bit of influence on something. Sure. I, th- I think it was real, but if it was faked in a way we're like hey wouldn't be great you know from coming from the dodgers you know personalities of just being like if we had like an you know an event happen at the field yeah so and that just gets so many more clicks that even just like a home run nowadays so i mean i understand the mentality of it but sure we're talking I, about it yeah i think it, i don't i think it was real but uh i think uh, we're gonna see a lot more staged stuff like that up and coming i agree like, like a uh, like at basketball games, or like zoom in on a fan who's dancing, oh, he's like a plant, yeah. and they'll like run down the aisle, start doing all these things, or like a security guard accidentally mm-hmm. backs up into a cheerleader on the football field, and there he's like, "Hey, Whoa. oh, I know this dance too," <laughs> and then you got yeah. people in the stands like, "Oh my god, <laughs> look, he's doing it! It's like he's a part of the team." Yeah. This isn't planned at all. I'm glad it's not the sport I showed up for. <laughs> yeah, but that's definitely there for. I think we're gonna be seeing a lot more of that. that that's yeah. for the people there that aren't really for the, uh, aren't really sports fans, but they no. just like uh, just just like showing up. But uh, it's gonna get interesting. Do you think that was? Do you think that that's gonna be like that guy's clip for his acting reel? Absolutely, has to be. Yeah, it'd be a fool not to. <laughs> like that was the biggest like uh, response you got in a viral video. 
<clears throat> and dude, I mean, to stand it out for like those things is kind of like one of the biggest situations too. So yeah, yeah, it was pretty great. Uh, big fan, uh, for sure. Fake. And anytime someone gets tackled when they're not supposed to be, yeah, I just watch it over and over again. It was so pretty good. so pretty you think good. It was fake. Oh yeah, for sure. I think it was totally planned. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just as a goof to get just eyes on on like, you know, just the start of the season and just something different. But like, I think it went more viral than they intended it to. Yeah. But um, I wonder if uh, yeah, I want to follow up and see if uh, if it was real. A, I mean, if it was real. Yeah. And then B, if she said yes or no. Yes, I think she did say yes. I saw on Twitter like a picture of them together and her holding up the ring, like, "Oh my God, you got tackled for me." Yeah. Thanks, Steven. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but I think it was just so people could stop talking about the pitch clock and the bigger bases. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it detracted from it for sure. For sure, because I think it's been a great success. Yeah, it really has been. I mean, the games are uh, a lot more manageable as far as like being able to sit down and watch them. And there's, it, it's not like so much downtime now. You can definitely <laughs> take in a baseball game in a relatively like reasonable amount of time. Yeah. And uh, the base is so. I mean, this is a small sample theater, but it seems to be encouraging more action. There's yes. more steals going on. Uh, I, I think it's really upping the pace of play. I do too. Uh, I mean, the statistics show it. Uh, at, at the time that I wrote this script at eleven o'clock last night, there were seventy-seven steals attempted between Thursday and Sunday night. Mm. That same stretch of games last year, there was twenty-two. Oh yeah, that's bad. And that's another thing. You know, <clears throat> I know we haven't really touched on yet. About was it like two times you get to throw over to a base? Yeah. So that does. That helps. That encourages a lot more steals and a lot more focus on, you know, creating action. Yeah. So, I mean, all, all the rules so far, I, I'm really enjoying. Me too. Uh, the pitch clock, like like you said, like, it has short, shortened the game. Last year, our average time was three hours, two minutes, or three hours, eight minutes, and now it is two hours, 38 minutes. You have shaved half an hour off. Yeah, and it's not like you're missing action. It's, it's, no. it's not anything that you, you can miss that. Yeah, you can miss like a pitcher going behind the mound, tapping his rosin bag, smelling his fingers, spelling out his initials <laughs> in the bag. Yeah, this is what I do. This is it. Tea bag in the rubber. <laughs> yeah, this, this, yeah, this, this is, is mine. This is it. This is how I have to pitch good, uh, and all that. So like the the problem is though, I have found getting drunk at the ballpark now is a chore. Yeah, you better be double fisting with the people you're going with if your goal is to get drunk at the baseball game. That's that's also something we haven't touched on yet. Like, how do the fans have to respond now? Because we have to up our game as well. We do. We have to drink faster. Yep. We got to eat faster. Maybe we need a pitch, not a pitch clock, but we need a beverage clock. Yes. And we need a food clock. Yeah, a, a consuming clock for the fans. Like, we got to be able to keep up with it. I love consuming clock. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, God. That's we, we so got We got to have some, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just whatever it is, just take it down. Just take it down. Just suck it down. Like, okay, so <laughs> what you've got an ounce, you got to do what? An ounce per, per like, 45 seconds or something along those lines. Like, so that way it's not just standard for every drink. Oh, God. How's there not? <clears throat> There's going to be drinking games. Play with that clock. We need to make one. Yeah, there needs to be. Pardon me for my coughing. You're okay. Yeah, we need to have uh, definite drinking games. We need to have this. Is, this is a spawn of something great here. Mm -hmm. We're on the precipice uh, of something very important. Uh, <laughs> drinking games for the clock. Yeah. It needs to be introduced. Uh -huh. It hasn't happened yet. There's never been a time even existing in baseball until now. We need to combine it with something else 
just as American. Okay. Which is being a drunk booze bag <laughs> in public with your family. It has to that's, happen. That's it. Here's here's the move. Okay. Every so what? It's 15 seconds when there's a runner on when there isn't a runner on. 20 seconds when there is a runner on. Correct. Mm. So you have to take a drink every 15 to 20 seconds. Like as soon as that, just a sip, just okay. a manageable sip. Okay. Okay. You can't. You can take a break in between. Um, in between innings. So, like, you need to run and get a beer. You have a minute and 30 seconds. You're on a full-bore sprint, and you better position yourself in the stadium to also be close to said beer vendor. Yeah, and if you're late, it's, you know, like they apply a ball or strike, uh, mm-hmm. you're going to have to chug that beer. You're going to – oh, penalty drinks. <laughs> penalty so drinks. Every time you have to drink, it's just like, all right, you missed it, point, drink, and then just get ready and drink again. Yeah. We need to do this the next game we go to. Okay. And we need to see who, how long we can last. Yeah. So uh, this is a definitely a Mick Ultra situation yeah. with the 24-ounce cans. Yeah. And then just sit, sip, sit, sit, sip, sit, sip, sit, sip, go. We'll start with the beverage clock okay. or the consumption clock. Mm-hmm. Which Is that what you call it, consumption or consuming? Yeah, something like that. Okay. Um, and, then, and then we'll figure that out. Then we can move to food. Okay. Because that's difficult if you're going to manage both. Yeah, you might have to switch it up on certain innings. You can't just do liquid the entire time. You're going to have to layer yeah. it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a good seven-layer tummy dip. Exactly. Okay. We'll, we'll flesh all this stuff out here, too. But, yeah, I can see you know games going two hours, 50 minutes, and then we make it at an hour and 30. Beautiful. We wrapped it up before you guys. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. were finished before you. We don't even remember the six. Yeah, yeah. We're, it's gone. It's just a distant memory yeah, at this it was point. lightning fast. We're out of there. <laughs> That game was so fast, it was at 20 minutes. I know, I only saw three pitches. They were facing the wrong way. You just fill up another Bud Light. Just, uh, oh, no. No. oh no, pukey pint. And then the person to your left has to drink the pukey pint. Oh, that's how it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are the rules and we make them. Mm-hmm. So, all right, in the clutch.com. This is, this is pretty sweet. Jonathan Longball with him with the Viking helmet and the robe on. It's pretty sick. That was a really solid photo, like, right off the bat. That was a nice moment. It was immediately like, oh, well, that's a shirt. Yeah, yeah. So go to intheclutch.com, look this up, use the promo code the new nasty boys, or is it just nasty new nasty boys? I don't remember. <laughs> but copy paste, you get 10% off. That sounds pretty good. 10% off, and we get some of that money too. How about that? Excellent. There we go. We did the big plug. The big P-L-U-G. Got it in there. Uh, speaking of plug, the Reds are still plugging along at, at this point. Uh, Jesus Christ. Top, bottom of the second. Oh, man. All right. I'm going to have to just zone out on that and lock in for what is happening at the moment of recording this. Just went up one. Just went up? Who did that? Um, I'm going to go up to the top now. Yeah. So we had... <clears throat> okay. So we got Jonathan India yeah, yeah, reaches the choice. choice. Dansby Swanson. Okay, Patrick was. Oh, Jason Vossler scores, uh, a recipient of the Viking helmet and robe this weekend. Uh, that's great. Uh, I really want to beat the Cubs tonight because I'm on a Cubs podcast after I'm done recording this, and on Wednesday. Oh yeah, you need to have those bragging rights. Oh, gotta have it. And the guy who's going to be on with me Wednesday, 
he is uh he has a brewers podcast oh really and they just beat the dick out of the cubs so he's just gonna get it from both angles dude oh yeah we're just gonna h clap our way <laughs> to Bragtown. <laughs> it'll be awesome <laughs> a little eiffel tower action oh buddy boy we're lighting it up um but Reds Holla is here because they're at the uh, at this moment they're in first place in the NL Central. Feels good. Really like it. Good job, Reds. Yeah. Who would ever thought we would say that this season? You know what I did. I, did. I thought <laughs> it. I knew it the entire time. Yeah. Okay. Be above five hundred immediately. Uh huh. No, I mean it feels good. It's nice. Uh, that first series was pretty good. I mean a lot of positives with the pitching. I mean all around, but uh, the pitching that was, that was really nice getting to see those top 3. I mean it was huge. Um well we can go through all three real quick. Uh to start Hunter Green, not great. Yeah. Not great. Um yeah, I mean of course he, his velocity was there. I, I understand that this is still again, you know, very early on in the season. Uh there were some control issues. Pitch, pitch efficiency was not like quite there yet. Yeah. Yeah. I know, no, no, no. It's still spring tra- or still uh, early in the season for us. But uh yeah, there there's a lot of uh adrenaline going on. So, I mean, it kind of is understandable, but uh yeah, it's first outing, you know. Yeah, I I I cut him some slack cuz it's also his you know, first opening day start. Lots of nerves. You're absolutely right. Um, the problem is, is that he is desperately needing a third pitch. Yeah, I think uh, it doesn't matter how fast you're throwing in this league; they'll be able to time that up. And if you're struggling with your secondary pitch, they're just going to sit on that, you know, fastball. And if you're supplying, you know, 100 plus miles an hour, I mean, that's going to go hard, you know, in a different direction there. So yeah, yeah, that, that's a necessity yeah, for him to develop. I mean, 57. Uh, he threw the four seamer 57 times. He threw a slider 24 times, with a higher whiff rate on his fastball with 21.9 percent and. His slider was a 16.7%, but it was the slider was still more of a put-away pitch with 37.5% as a put-away, which, like, you, you kind of expect that. You know they're going to be gearing up for the fastball. They'll chase the slider. But when you don't have any control that day, mm-hmm. you kind I, – I don't know where you would be. I think you would just try and let the fastball eat. But they also say – if you aren't having control over your fastball, go to your off-speed stuff because you'll have a better feel for it. Um, but he doesn't have another secondary pitch to go to. So if you don't have a feel for that fastball that day, you what you can't just throw sliders. You'll get shelled. Yeah, then you're not going to last too long either. So, yeah, hopefully that's something he starts developing because, I mean, that's just going to make the other pitches a lot more successful. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean – the problem with that was he was at 80, hold on here. He got 83 pitches in three and a thirds innings. No length, and then just tax the pen. Yeah, that's not going to work in any ball club. I mean, especially for where we're at right now with a lot of uncertainty in the bullpen. Sure. And it's a bummer, but, like, you know what? It's okay because it's the first game of the year. Yeah, it's fine. You're going to get that out of the way with. You, you get your, you know, your sea legs for, you know, the season starting off and, you know, he, I'm sure he's excited to improve. Yeah. So I think, you know, next time he's out, it's going to be a lot different uh, than not, the first outing. Not on a, as big of a stage, a lot chiller, but he is going to be going up against the Phillies, I believe. Let me double check that. Sorry, I was holding it a little bit of a burp there. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, he's going to be going up against the Cubs at 1235. Oh, yeah, way better. 
that's that's going to be a great matchup. Him versus Strowman on Wednesday. Oh, that'll be nice. That'll be real nice. That's a two big two monitor day because <laughs> it's a twelve thirty five start. Um, but what was reassuring for that opening day start was uh, Alex Young and Derek Law, Law, the law firm. Mm-hmm. Both of these dudes look like if baseball didn't work out, they could easily be my CPA. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. They know their way around some tax code. <laughs> They've uh, formulated uh, an Excel spreadsheet. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they have that uh, kid per unit. They got that down already. They can help me out with that. They'll definitely be able to help yeah. out. Um, and then you follow that up with... Two hosses being hosses. Nick Lodolo, dude. 22 swinging strikes. Uh, career high and the most among any starter on opening day at that time. I don't know if Sanga passed him on Sunday because he had a bunch of Ks, but mm-hmm. that's a guy who has four pitches, albeit he threw a slider, or it's not a slider, excuse me, his sinker three times, but still it's enough that he can go to it if something isn't working. Oh, yeah, that's going to be effective. Even just like the batter knowing you have an additional pitch that they might see. That's just something else to keep in their brain. Uh, yeah, talking about his swing and miss stuff, super awesome. Uh, he also had, you know, uh, some issues as far as the pitch count getting up there. And he had that one little bit of a hiccup inning where I think he got three batters in a two strike hole, something like that. And they ended up each getting on base, which, I mean, you're going to have that sometimes. However, I would like to see how he develops to where, I mean, having swing and miss stuff is great, mm-hmm. but having pitch to contact stuff to really drop down some of those, uh, you know, higher, you know, innings that he has with pitches. Mm-hmm. I think that'll be something to see him develop. I mean, you saw with uh, Graham Ashcraft where, you know, he was doing, he had a lot more, uh, Balls put into play were just weak hits. Yeah. So that really helps his pitch count. No, I 100% agree with you. Um, what was really nice to see here is um, Nick Lodolo, he threw his fastball 50 times and his curveball 44 times. Oh, wow. Talk about balance, dude. That's how you go in there and really throw him off their rocker with his changeup 12 times and his sinker three times. But still... His changeup had a 66.7% whiff rate. So that means what? Uh, seven, seven of his changeups were swing and misses. That's great. That's awesome. But he also had a 59.1% uh, whiff rate on his curveball. So, which means he's setting up with that fastball, then he's just hitting that sweeper. Oh, yeah. Right at you. And so he has his game plan. He knows his strengths. And yet, and now he can build upon it. That's the difference between Nick Lodolo and Hunter Green, where you've got a guy who's super young, who is still figuring out how to pitch. I think this is this now third professional season, including single and double A, compared to a guy who went to TC or Texas Christian, who went to school, had time in a system, and then came up much more polished. Higher, I mean, like lower floor with Lodolo, higher ceiling with Green, but this is the type of stuff that will get you off started, and then you can depend upon for a two or three for years to come, and this is great to see. Oh, yeah, if you can be consistent with that stuff. It was really exciting to see uh, the first three pitchers. This, uh, this series. <laughs> yeah, it was so cool. It's like, yeah, okay, this can work out. All- Look, I'm we're allowed to be excited mm-hmm. because um, until May 7th, the Reds didn't have their second win at home. Oh, my God, that was such a long drought. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, that was pretty brutal. So, I mean, we're above 500 for the first time. It didn't happen last year. No, it's the first time since 2021. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I mean, that feels great. It feels great. We're allowed to be excited and enjoy this while we can and, and through this stretch. 
But, like, it is still the pirates. It's still the pirates. I'm trying to, like, calm myself down. Yeah. But I don't think I need to. I'm just going to enjoy this because then uh, what's coming up is a little brutal. So, um, but then lastly, what you touched on it with Graham Ashcraft, uh, Ashcraft with the witchcraft, baby. Oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, this stuff had so much movement on it. I mean, both vertical and like horizontal, it, it seemed like a real difficult time to be, uh, you know, in the batter's box with him. Yeah. Still same score. Still same score. And they got out of the jam. Is Overton still in the bump? He should be, hopefully. Okay. Um, but no, and the thing that I really, I can't wait for pitch lists to truly update uh, because uh, Baseball Savant only has him listed for three pitches. Last year, he had five at one point, five different pitches. Uh, but listen to this combination, 46 cutters, 39 sliders, 10 sinkers, over seven innings, four hits, one earned run, six Ks, 95 pitches, 63 of them were strikes, and you have an almost even whiff rate, uh, sorry, whiff percentage on your cutter and your slider. Cutter 22.2, slider 23.5, but the cutter was still the put-away pitch. He's like a younger, faster, better Wade Miley. That's a good uh, analogy there. Um, yeah, I, I was really excited seeing him pitch. Uh, just the way his balls just, just really just dropped off the plate, moved. It seemed like a very uh, difficult pitcher to try and get, uh, you know, ready to, to hit, you know, just a you know, handful of times you get to see him. So I, I'm yeah. really excited to see how he develops throughout the year. Yeah, I mean, he never seemed, like as you mentioned, vertical and horizontal movement, and it never seemed like he was out of the driver's, driver's, seat, driver's seat. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, he seemed in control. Yeah. And from a dude who it's his second year, mm -hmm. come on. That's great. I mean, we got, like, in between years, that's some of, the, like, the hardest things to, like, really manage. And just seeing, like, these three young pitchers seeming to be very uh, comfortable right now. Granted, I mean, still a lot of adrenaline, a lot of emotions the, the opening week. But uh, I think from what we saw, I mean, how can you not be excited? Yeah. And how can you not be excited about the hot start that Jonathan India's had? He looks great. He's locked in already. Yeah. I mean, what? He came off of spring as just hitting piss missiles, and now he's like, this is my year. And I've, what I like most about it is not just him in the box, but also after games saying, like, yeah, we want to win. Yeah, this is our time. And he's being a vocal leader. Yeah, he realizes that. And also, too, I mean, he's one of the most veteran you know, people in that clubhouse. I mean, how many people in there have you know seen over 100 uh, at-bats you know, with the Reds? <laughs> it, it's very few people. Yeah. And that's insane to say. The 2021 Rookie of the Year is now your 2023 veteran. Yeah. And he's looking like it. Yeah. He's playing. Uh, I mean, that one, uh, that home run that he had when he just hit it into the wind, cold air, and it just kept just shooting out. I mean, it was like a line drive that he stayed back on. Yeah. It, it was beautiful. He's just loaded up, and he you can tell he's finally 100% healthy. Yeah. Last year, he didn't look like it. Mm. He, he he That launch you're talking about, with, and it's easier when you turn... And you're pushing off that hammy, mm -hmm. and you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. And it's 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 clear there. Um, he's already got, what, like 47 RBIs? I haven't <laughs> even looked yet. <laughs> uh, I should I should probably take a look real quick. Because um, he's already... I know he is, he's got one home run. He's got to have, like, five or six. Okay, yeah, he's got a homer. He's got one ribby. And, hey, a stolen base with an OPS plus of 285. All right. Let's take that sample size. Let's run with it. He's going to do it the whole year. Oh, yeah. Uh, get disappointed if this doesn't keep up. 
but most importantly, he was the first guy to don, or was it Spencer? Spencer was the first guy to yeah. don it, don the Viking helmet and the robe. Yeah, I think that's a pretty cool thing. Uh, you know, get the Reds excited about something. I like seeing them have fun. Yeah. Let the boys have fun. Let them play. <laughs> yeah, I think that's pretty cool. Um, and Tyler Stevenson also locked in. I mean, he's had a couple one for three, two for four days, and having him rotate between catcher and first, I think this is a great strategy. And so far, it's paying off. It doesn't look like anything's declined on the field in the play defensively at first or catcher. Um, and then Vossler has had a homer. He hasn't been as bad as I thought he was going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not even close to being bad. I don't know why I put it that way. But, like, he he looks good. He he doesn't look like he's lost out there, unlike uh, Will Benson. Huh? What's going on with that guy? Um, he was trying to have a really big start to the year, right? Yeah. Um, he even mentioned having a big, you know, bang. Big, you know, kind of hitting it that he wants to like, really let loose. You got to get your hits like one at a time. And this is me talking about, listen, you professional athlete. (laughs) No, but it does seem like he's trying. He's stressing a little bit. He's trying to get, you know, five hits at once. It seems like, you know, uh, just try and relax a little bit. I I feel like it will come. But, uh, yeah, it does seem like he's trying to do a little too much. And it's not on the the right uh, wavelength for being able to. No, he just looks completely lost. I mean, it just maybe. Yeah, I think you're right. He's pushing, but like, you just can't. You just can't see. Like, going zero for seven is something. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying. Like, again, against the Pirates, it's only going to get worse. So, well, we'll see what happens with him. But like, it's kind of disappointing. And I hope he turns it around because I think he could be a pretty fun piece to have around for the rest of the year. Yeah, I think so. Seems like a good dude. So hopefully he'll have some uh, nice stuff happen. Let's hope. So that was a great week. And what was also reassuring was seeing uh, Buck Buck Farmer mm-hmm. lock it down. The pen has been steady, the with the exception of Fernando Cruz. Uh, Ian Gabalt, a member of the uh, Great Britain's World Baseball Classic team, mm-hmm. or as I like to call them, Eat Tane. Oh, yeah? Because it's just the the side of the jersey says, eat tame. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. So, it was like basically like aerial font that they had on their jerseys or whatever oh, it was. It so bad. So gross. The T just fell off. Oh, okay, I remember. So, and that was Ian Gabalt. Um, so, I mean, knowing that they picked up where they left off and who could be who is coming back, you're like, okay, all right. I feel good. Speaking of coming back... Um, so it looks like Nick Senzel and Tony Santian will report to Louisville on Tuesday. Cool. So bullpen help from a guy who has a great two-seamer and a slider. Uh, and Nick Senzel, the man who's made of glass. Yeah, it's unfortunate. I mean, we've been talking about Nick Senzel for years, and it just seems like he's always it, – it's like just getting updated in like his injury process. Yeah. I feel bad for him. It's, it's just – it sucks. No, it's you know. terrible. And I just hope, hope – this is the year where he like you know drinks his milk. He's very cautious. Looks both way before he crosses the street. <laughs> something like that. Doesn't sneeze wrong. Mm-hmm. You know all the th- important stuff, and he can play ninety-five to hundred games. Yeah, I'll take it, man. If he's going to be in there for ninety, that'd be amazing. So but, yeah, hopefully something can happen. But I wouldn't him. rush him back. Yeah, no, I mean it, he hasn't been <laughs> he hasn't been a necessity to the team because he's always been injured. You know. Yeah. And what's the point of rushing somebody back uh, at this point in the year? Right. And just to, to figure it out. Just to figure out if you can make the team next year because that's when you are you get a big pay bump in mm. your arbitration hearing stuff. So 
Um, but having Santian back would be awesome. And Lucas Sims uh, is scheduled to pitch an inning in Arizona. And that's a guy who you can put in the eighth that is known to be a high leverage guy that can go right behind Alexis. Mm. And you've got those two that you can depend upon now to just slam the door shut. Mm. Then you've got Santine in the seventh and all these other guys who've been pitching well, Buck Farmer, Alex Young, Derek, the law firm. Like you feel, you don't feel like as bad. Yeah. You can see how this beat, those pieces will meet up pretty well. And I know we didn't talk about Diaz yet uh, necessarily, but yeah, just seeing the A to B, to see, you know, getting from, you know, starter to closer looks pretty nice, but it really depends on health and having all those pieces available. But man, it looks really good on paper. <laughs> yeah, it does. And so far in the field, it's looked really good. So, I mean, Alexis Diaz had a nine pitch save yesterday. Yeah. And he looked like there's people whiffing at 92 mile per hour, like pitches. Yeah. Like, they look completely befuddled. And uh, again, talking about like movement, it looks like his balls were existing like on a like a plane of glass or just ice just like skating around he didn't know if it's gonna break left or right yeah it just looked like hell to be in that batter's box oh, which is such a good problem yeah such a good problem for us to have mm. um so yeah coming up this week um well uh, well also speaking of rehab joey Votto steps into the box for his first ab in AAA, and he homers. Crushed it. Not just homer, crushed <laughs> it. He destroyed it. Yeah, just with ease. I mean, it just looked like just completely as, you know, just getting out of bed, just cranking one. <laughs> yeah, it looked great to see. Yeah, so that gives you a lot more hope, too. Like, if he can click with Tyler clicking, with Jonathan clicking, that's a formidable start to your lineup. Yeah, and there's other guys, too, that, you know, we'll see how they develop. But, yeah, that's a, a tough you know, a group of dudes to try and really get, you know, some outs out. With Kevin Newman hitting the way he is, I don't know if it's sustainable, but somebody who can make contact like with that and keep the line moving along. Uh, Rake Fraley Mm -hmm. doing it again. I think he had two homers this week. Um, Let me double check that. Um, But anyway, having him live up to what we had hoped, living up to that hype, yeah, he's got a homer. Mm-hmm. Okay, one. But he's got he had a double with a couple RBIs in there. But anyway, having him living up to to what we thought he could be and Spencer Steer showing he is the player that we thought he would be as well. There aren't many holes that you see in this lineup where you go this is a dog shit baseball team at the moment. Of course, this is a very very small sample, but at this moment you feel good about where you're going right now. We'll see when you've got Atlanta for three and Philly for three. Mm. But right now, I am very happy with how this team is built. And you can see that there is potential um, to let it grow, to maturate throughout the year. But the holes that you think that you would have to address at this moment aren't crazy. No, it's just the stuff we kind of you know knew going into it. bullpen, uh, figuring out your four starter, five starter. Um, but the other things that we've seen, I mean, these games, these three games that they played, have been very entertaining. Yep, and that's all that we wanted this year was a fun year. Like I said, it's going to be a lot like 2018, mm. which was fun. I had a great time. And actually, in 2019, was super fun too. But uh, moving forward throughout the week. Uh, right now, we know that it's four to three in the middle of the fourth, 
But most importantly, tomorrow, Wineski is going up against Luis Sesa. Mm. Wineski came from the, um, oh boy, howdy, I had it written down. That's right. The Scott Efros traded the Yankees. Scott Efros went to the Yankees, made one appearance, and then had to have Tommy John surgery. Oh, boy. And Wineski is a very good-looking prospect for the Cubs. Uh, Luis Sesa, last spring training appearance he had five innings pitched so of no hit of uh no run baseball well i really fumbled through that one huh really fucking nailed it um wednesday you've got strowan versus hunter green gonna be a great matchup yeah um and then you follow that up by going out to philly and atlanta so that's the first road trip is always the scariest and hopefully we come out of there with some w's and hopefully we can sweep these dumbass cubbies. Oh, yeah, dude. This will be uh, great to watch. Uh, Tucker Barnhart, I think, just uh, had a play here, too. I think he maybe struck out or something. I saw his name pop up. It, it, it's exciting. I really like seeing uh, <laughs> these guys play. Uh, Hunter Green throwing with Strowman. That's yeah. going to be a really fun one to watch. That's so, going to be yeah. must-watch afternoon TV. Yes. So let's uh, let's round third and head for home. What do you got? What do you got to plug this week, buddy? Um, I know I got a show coming up at Darkness Brewing uh, this upcoming Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's that's. I know I got some other shows coming. I know I got a show at Motor coming up, Motor Pub at the end of the month. And let's just focus on those for right now. I'll tell you some more. That later. sounds great. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't have anything this week, but then the next week. Right, or is it the week after? I'll be in Minnesota at Goonies Comedy Club for a full weekend. Nice. You probably see me putzing around TQL Stadium on Saturday. And then, yeah, I don't have a whole lot on the calendar aside from just watching baseball and going to other ballparks. So that's the plan here. Good plan. It's a great plan. <laughs> it's a lovely plan. Uh, thank you to In The Clutch for... Sponsoring the podcast, go check out the shirts. They're so cool. Thanks to Sports Drink. They're our network. They, so, yeah. Well, thanks so much, buddy. Hey, thanks for having me over. Hey, it was great. It was super fun. Uh, Thank you so much, and thank you for watching slash listening. And as always, go Red Legs. Go Red Legs.